What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also help validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about how narcissistic people, toxic people, whatnot, love to play the victim victim mode victim mode has in victim mode why they like playing the victim because y'all know y'all you everybody if you dealt with a narcissist or a toxic person you know that they like to play the victim they just do it's it's kind of like an innate behavior like if you catch a narcissist up let's just say i i know i'm talking about i know i always talk about cheating y'all because it's just simple to talk about but let's just say you catch them stealing from you you catch them in a lie a huge lie you catch them, you know, doing whatever it is to you. This could be your parent, your friend, your your, your wife, husband, whoever it is, brothers, cousins, well, whoever, coworker, boss, whatever. If you catch them doing something to you or to somebody else where they're 100% guilty, they will start to play the victim. They just will. They will start to play the victim and start to tell you, like, they'll blame something that happened in their childhood on why they're acting the way that they are. They, they will. You catch them cheating and they'll start crying in front of you and blubbering like, blah, 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 blah. I know, I know, I, can't, I know, I know, I know, I know I've done wrong. Uh, 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 but, 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 but you remember I told you when I was younger, my mom never told me that she was proud of me. So I've been cheating because you didn't tell me you were proud of me in the bedroom. And the people I cheat on you with, they do tell me that they're proud. It's, it's just trauma that keeps me cheating on you. <laughs> I'm a victim. You need to love me and forgive me. End scene, y'all. And y'all listen to that crying, blubbering stupidity and take people like that back. Stop letting people weaponize their trauma or lack thereof against you. They just will. They'll sort of they'll play victim mode. So now. You caught them, whatever, however you caught them. You could have caught them by going through their phone. You could have caught them by going through their text message. You, you could have caught them, whatever you caught them, however you caught them. You know what I mean? It does, how, how you caught them is irrelevant. They're them playing the victim, and then you end up apologizing. That would blow my mind. Because you'll catch them cheating or lying to you or stealing from the job or stealing from the office or something like that. Uh, you know, or cheating on their person or cheating on somebody else in their life. You'll catch them. And then you end up apologizing for catching them. And they don't even apologize to you for whatever they've done to you. They don't apologize for the transgression. You end up apologizing for what for catching them, because they played the victim and told you about some trauma or lack thereof. And then, like so after they finish crying and you walk off after your apology, they probably start laughing internally and the tears, like the tears, they don't even wipe their tears away. The tears just suck back up into their ear, their eye ducts. Like the tears be down there in their cheek, and then you turn around and start leaving. And the tears just magically start going back into their eyes, like, like to save save them for later. <laughs> you know what I mean? They save the tears for later because they know there's manipulation. You know, ah, that was a good cry right there. <sighs> put my put my cry ducks back. These cost five dollars a piece. They cost five dollars to refill. You know, with Visine. You gotta refill the tear ducts with Visine and something so you can cry later if you get caught again. Victim mode, y'all. Like, why do they like playing the victims so much? Because y'all victims get attention. Victims get sympathy. Victims get apologies. Victims get reasoned with. 
they want to play the victim because now if I play the victim, if I play like, I'm, like this, somebody, the circumstances around me made me do this. I don't know how the circumstances around you can make somebody cheat on you. I, I really, you got to explain that to me. Like the world, Mercury was in retrograde. And it was my great 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 grandma's birthday. Remember we looked on you remember we were looking on Ancestry.com and we saw it was my great grandma uh, Roxanne's her birthday. So the moon was also in orbit too in the gravity in the it was high tide and I clapped her cheeks. Y'all and y'all listen to this mess. You let you let them listen to it and just go to roll over and go to sleep. Let them clap your cheeks and y'all go to sleep. Stop. I know it's easier said than done, y'all, but dear Lord. Dear Lord, so many worst excuses. They like I said they're, they're going and they make it up on them. the reason. Like the reason they like to play the victim and they get emotional in the when they're playing the victim. Like you'll never like you've never seen them cry before. Now they're crying now. The reason they like to do that is because the emotions throw you off and give them time to come up come up with a better excuse. You, 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 <laughs> there's ten more seconds to think right there, y'all. There's ten more seconds to think and blame you. Sometimes they'll blame you for their situation. They start crying. Like, you haven't been making me happy. So they did. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all. I am telling you. And you, the deeper you get into it, because, like, this is this the thing. Like, if this is your boyfriend or your girlfriend, y'all don't have any property together. They're already doing this stuff. You know you don't have to take this relationship further, correct? You know this could be the end of the relationship right now, correct? You do know that, right? You understand that you don't have to take this relationship to the next step. You don't have to, this does not this does not have to be your fiance. This does not have to be your spouse. Point blank period. Y'all get these boyfriends and girlfriends that treat you terribly and you expect them for some reason to change when you get when they get when you get married. You know, you expect them to change when you get married like maybe maybe the title of fiance will make them change. No, they just get worse because their ownership is coming in now. Maybe maybe if we get when we get married, things are going to change. When we have a baby, things are going to change. When we get uh, when we get by a house together, things are going to change. No, they are not going to change. Y'all, accept it for what it is. These people are not going to change for you. And this is, I'm not trying to be mean. Y'all know meanness is not my goal right here. This is me just telling you, stop wasting your damn time on people who are in the, in, in the baby stages of relationships. If you're already forgiving people for shit early on in a relationship, then your relationship is already doomed. If you're constantly forgiving somebody over and over and over again, early on in a relationship, what do you think is going to happen throughout, throughout the duration of a relationship? What do you think is going to happen? What, what, literally, I have people around me that do that have done the same thing. Three, four, five months relationships, then did four, have four or five apologies already for big, for huge things. Do you think that that person is going to make a better husband or a better wife? They've already, they've already got caught on dating apps and cheating and all this other stuff already four months into your relationship. And you think somehow you're going to be able to trust them later on? No, they're just going to, they're just going to, they're just going to play the victim, tell you that they need help. They're going to, sometimes you'll catch them doing something to you. Like they'll hit you, like a narcissistic person will put their hands on you, beat you up, like literally beat your ass and then fall into the couch and cry. And if you, and this is a highly emotional time, you, they'll fall into the couch and cry. And then here you come. Here you come to console them. Here you come to console them. And like you got a black eye. And instead of putting the, the, the cold steak on your black eye to kind of cool your face down, you put it on their fist. You know, and they're crying. Like, My hand hurts. 
you know, broke they they done broke your jaw. They like my hand hurts so bad, and I need my hand because I know you're gonna need, I know you're gonna put me in jail, so I need my hand. Can you put that steak on me? Ugh. And y'all will take care of them. That's victim mode. They'll start begging and pleading you not to put them in jail if they put their hands on you. If this is a domestic violence situation, you know what I mean? Point blank, period. End of story. That's how it goes right there, y'all. That's how it goes right there. Because I feel like you have to take your power back in a situation like this. If they keep continuously playing the victim, they're always like lifetime victim award. Narcissistic people want like it, when they when they about to die when they're on their deathbed, they want you to take and present to them a lifetime achievement. A lifetime victim achievement award. They're like, oh, you've been a victim. You've been playing the victim for sixty-two years. You had a great ride of playing the victim. Like, ooh, you gonna play the victim in hell too? You going to hell? You didn't even pray that one time. You an atheist? You better go right now, joke yeah. I ain't gonna get into the religious aspect of things and start rubbing people the wrong way. They're like, Lee, well, you were good. Then you start talking about hell and atheism and stuff like that. No. Here, here, me go play. Here, I go play the victim. Y'all know I was raised in a staunch church brother upbringing, and my aunt she took, she took us to church and wouldn't let us play on Sunday. So I'm traumatized. Church traumatized me. See, I can go started. I can play victim mode right now if I wanted to. You know what I mean? You got to power up it, but you have to empower yourselves. You, you really, really do. So this is the time right now where you have to take back your power in these relationships. Because if you don't take back your power, they're going to take it from you. <clears throat> and like I said. If you don't, if this is early on in your relationship, and if this is not a parent, and the parent is parenting is different, y'all. You can't, you know, you can grow up and cut your parents off, but you can't do that when you need them. In, when you're 14 years old, you can't do that. 12 years old, you can't do that. But if this is a relationship, this is your boyfriend or girlfriend, and it's early on, y'all are just dating, you don't live together or nothing like that. Cut it off early. Because I'm telling you, it don't get better. You just end up wasting a lot of time and you end up blaming them for wasting your time when you had the red flag right there in front of you. You chose not to pay it. You chose not to act on it. I just, I knew the red flags were there and I still ignored them early on. They cheated on me three weeks into the relationship and I forgave them foolishly because they started crying. Don't, y'all, don't let professional victims, literally. Narcissism, narcissists, a lot of narcissistic people are professional victims and they're going to continuously, continuously play the victim. But anyway, y'all, I had to hop off here. I literally have a one-on-one. It's 8 a.m. I'm sorry, but one-on-one's early today. Um, I truly, I'm thankful for y'all. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Because guess what? As much as y'all learn from me, I learn way more from y'all. I promise. Keep the comments up. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is up. Peace. And my podcasters, thank y'all so much, y'all. Hit that five stars for me. If, you, if you're new here on Amazon or iHeartRadio or whatnot, hit that five stars for me. You know? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.